Today we're going to talk about uh, taking medicine without hashkacha, medication that's not kosher, different types of medication, what the halachos are in regards to non-kosher medicine. So it is a, a fairly complicated topic. There are a lot of uh, things that you need to know and a lot of practical and uh, um, uh, practical information that will go into deciding each and every uh, medicine. So the basic background is as follows. There, in, in halacha, there are three types of cholim that we discuss. Cholashayeshbasakana obviously means somebody who is dangerously ill, and if a person is a cholashayeshbasakana, they're allowed to violate any Yisr in the Torah, with the obvious exception of the big three, about Zargi, the Raish, in order to uh, in order to get better. Um, it's talking about someone who, if untreated, even if right now his life is not in imminent danger, but if untreated, it could be dangerous. That is a cholashayeshbasakana. So let's say an elderly person with the flu, an infant with a fever, someone with heart conditions, blood pressure. Uh, elevated blood pressure, kidney disease, even severe depression, those situations are clearly chola sheyeshbo sakana. A woman is in danger of having a miscarriage, that's chola sheyeshbo sakana. And that's the halachi in Shulchan Aruch is chola sheyeshbo sakana is allowed to eat non kosher food if that's going to be the refua, even in a normal way, even if it tastes delicious without any exceptions. That is what a chola sheyeshbo sakana is allowed to do. That's the easiest category. Chola sheyeshbo sakana. Refers to somebody whose life is not in danger. Anyone who's who's bedridden, who can't get out of bed, or is not able to function up to par in a noticeable way. Sometimes you're you go through a day where you're not feeling great, and everyone asks you, "Are you okay?" If everyone's asking you, "Are you okay?" where it's very obvious that you're not functioning up to par, that is likely considered a chalashein basakana. Any child under the age of six is a chalashein basakana. Anyone who has the flu is a chalashein basakana. Any pregnant woman is a chalashein basakana. Sakana, anyone with a migraine is a Cholashein Basakana. Those kinds of things are Cholashein Basakana. What's the Allah by Cholashein Basakana? Shulchanarch in Yardea Simon Kufnun Hayes. If Gimel writes that a Cholashein Basakana can have non kosher food, Shalom Kiderechana Asan. Not in the normal way of benefiting from the non kosher food. So we're going to have to discuss exactly what that means. But that is the halacha of a Cholashein Basakana. And then the third category is a Mechosh or a bari, someone who's just experiencing slight discomfort, uh, slight joint pains, a runny nose, or someone who's healthy and just takes vitamins in order to maintain good health. Someone who in the wintertime likes to take vitamin C in order to prevent them from catching a cold or from getting sick during the, uh, the wintertime. So in that situation, it would seem that it's ideal that a person should try to make sure that uh, whatever medication, whatever you ingest, ideally should be kosher. We're going to define what kosher means in this regard, but the stuff that, the, the, that which you ingest to keep yourself healthy should be kosher. Now, now that we know those three categories of halacha, uh, in terms of what defines a chola, it's important for us to define what defines non-kosher. So when we discussed Yeridea topics over the summer, we pointed out that there are two concepts in halacha that are uh, somewhat related to each other, but it seems are two different concepts. One is a concept called Eino and another is a concept called Shalom Kiderech Achila. Eino Achila means the Gemara Navodasara, where the Gemara darshins from the fact that it says by Nevela that Legera that you can't eat Nevela, rather you should give it to Legera Sherbisharecha. So the Gemara darshins Esaruuya Leger Kriya Nevela, Esheinuuya Leger Eino Kriya Nevela. Only that which is edible to a human being is considered non kosher. 
if it is no longer edible to a human being, it's been nifsal me'achilas adam, it is no longer something that could be used as food, so then by definition it's kosher. It could be made with 100% lard, doesn't make a difference, it's not called non-kosher anymore, it loses its status as non-kosher, it becomes a kosher food. That's the din of eno ra'oi la'achila. So for instance, for years the accepted psak in America was that people did not look for ashkachas on toothpaste, and part of the logic for that psak, it's really a bigger discussion, maybe we'll have another share about that, but part of the logic of that psak is likely that people don't eat toothpaste. It may, have, it may make your breath smell good, it may have a pleasant uh, taste, but you would never eat it. It's not ra'oi la'achila, it's not something that a person would ever, would ever sit down and have a snack of some uh, of some toothpaste, so it's ain't no roi lachila. Not everyone agrees nowadays that toothpaste is not roi lachila. Rabbi Belsky, I think, believes that toothpaste nowadays is roi lachila because it has a pleasant flavor. Uh, but that's that's a different topic. But the point is that something that's not roi lachila technically is kosher by definition. However, there is a uh, a, a problem, and that is that there's a concept called achshave. Achshave means that if a person takes something that's not roi lachila and sits down and has lunch and says, yum, this is delicious, so for him, it's roi lachila. For that person, it becomes something that is roi lachila, and therefore, it becomes weiter, not kosher, and he's not allowed to, to have it. So the, the complication when it comes to medi- medicine is as follows. Medicine, let's say pills, tablets, typically whatever non-kosher ingredient is there is completely nifsal. No one would ever sit and chew on a tablet that you're supposed to swallow. They're disgusting. They're completely not roi lachila. Is the fact that you're taking it though, is that achshave? Are you therefore showing that, look, this is something that I value and I'm treating like a food? Does that make it achshave? Or does it not make it achshave? This is a major discussion in the post. Shagasarye and Simonayin Hay famously held that medication, it does, that achshave does, does, does uh, affect medicine and it therefore is a problem to take medication that has non-kosher ingredients. However, Rav Vadi and Yechav Samach and Rav Moshe in Igris Moshe or both assume that Achshavei will not make a difference when it comes to the medication because it's um, you're taking it to get better but you're not taking it because you think it's a delicious food and therefore would not be subject to Achshavei if it's Nifsal Me'achila it would therefore by definition be kosher another consideration is Chaznishn or Chaim Kufta Zayin Oschas writes that there's no Achshavei on something that's bitaroves. If the non-kosher ingredient is mixed together with other things, you're not showing that I hold that this is roi lachila. You're eating the other things. It just happens to be that the non-kosher ingredient is mixed in there, so it doesn't ruin the whole thing. But you're not showing a, a, a sense of achshavei, so maybe that's an additional svara lahakel when it comes to achshavei. Now, is medicine considered nifsal me'achila? So that's that's another major issue in the postgame, meaning... Two things we need within the concept of Vayner Roy Lachila slash Achshavei, you need to discuss. We, the, up until now, we've been assuming, of course, medicine is Nifsal Me'achila. And then the discussion was, okay, but what about Achshavei? But really, the first part also needs to be discussed. Is medicine, by definition, Nifsal Me'achila? Doesn't taste so bad when I swallow it, when I take it the right way, right? When I take it going down, it doesn't taste so bad. Is that called Nifsal Me'achila? So if you look at the Star K website, they had, that Rabbi David Heber Shlita, who has done a lot of work on the area of, uh, of medicine in Halacha, uh, says that Rabbi Heinemann's Shlita is, who's the 
obviously the 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 pasuk for the starke. Rabbi Heinemann has a very strict shita about this. He holds that if if only if all the ingredients have no food, hydration, or nutritional value whatsoever, is it called nifsa But most tablets have substantial amounts of starch, and therefore that does have nutritional value, and therefore it's not called something that's nifsa meachila. Uh, Rav Shechter clearly would say the opposite. He would clearly say that all these things are considered nifsal meachilu. That no one would ever uh, would ever eat any of these uh, of these things, and that is uh, defined as nifsal meachilu. So that is uh, so th- that is the issue when it comes to saying roi But there is another issue called shalok kederach achila. Shalok kederach achila is not a din in the chetza. It's a din in the gavra. Is the easy way to say it, even though it may not be 100% true to, to split it that way. But Shalok means I eat it in an abnormal way, not in the normal way you would ingest something. That might be mutter. So we said, for instance, a Choloshein Bosakana is allowed to take medication Shalok So if, let's say normally when I eat, I chew, but I swallow my medication, that's Shalok that might be Shalok There is an interesting raya, the Piskechuva, in Sivkat and Vav over there in Yeridea, quotes from a note of Yehuda that's Machmir that thinks when you swallow it's called Kederach Achila. Based on the Gemara and Pesachim and Kuftas Vavam and Beis, where the Gemara talks about if a person is Boleya Matzah, that, that he's Yotze the Mitzvah of Matzah, and the Rashbam over there writes, Sharei Achila Hilo. Because that's an achila when you're balea, even though you're just swallowing matzah whole. So the Nadibuda brings such a raya that maybe even when you swallow something whole, that's called derech achila. It's not called shaloka derech achila. But Shlomo Zalman in Mincha Shlomo Chelkal of Simon Yudzayin disagrees. He says, no, when you swallow real food, like matzah, that's, not, that's called achila. That's not called shaloka derech achila. But when you're swallowing medication, he thinks that's called shaloka derech achila. Mimela would turn out that if, you, if you're going to use the Eno Roy Lachila Hatter, you hold medication is saying a royal achila and you don't hold that achshave is an issue so then you don't have to ask any questions all medicine is automatically okay right all medication that you would swallow pill form medication would all be okay if you're not going to use the inner royal achila hatter, but you're going to use the shalokiderach achila hatter, well then, if you're a chola she'ein bosakana, you're allowed to take medication. But if you have only a mechush, or you're a bari and it's just vitamins, then you wouldn't be allowed to take it, because uh, if you, you hold shalokiderach achila is not mutter for someone who is perfectly healthy, or, or who just has a mechush, it's only mutter for someone who's a chola she'ein bosakana. So practically, when it comes to medications, I try to try to make this short. Uh, gel caps is a very common question. So gel caps obviously have gelatin in them. Um, the gelatin usually comes from non-kosher sources. Uh, as a result of that, because the gelatin comes from non-kosher sources, l'chora, it would depend on what you're going to hold. If you're going to hold in a royal achila, assuming that we hold gelatin as asr, which is the widely accepted psak in America of Ravarn Cutler, so uh, so the, the uh, it, if you hold shalokederach achila, if you hold in a royal achila, then the gel cap is in a royal achila. But if you hold, but if you don't hold the in a royal achila, is going to help you. You only hold of shalokederach achila, so you have to be sick in order to take the gel cap. You can't be uh, a bari or just a mechosh bialma. Tablets very often have, uh, have some sort of non-kosher ingredient. Usually whatever non-kosher ingredient you have in tablets, other than, let's say, a gel cap, but in just a regular tablet, is going to be bottled bashishim anyway. So usually that's going to be a, a major tzad lahakel. Um, so that's, that's a, a, but the more complicated, most complicated issue is, let's say, a cough syrup. So cough syrup is not shalokaderach achila. You drink it. If it's something that you drink, that's the derach achila. The only thing you're going to have to help you out is if you hold that it's eno 
Do you apply achshave if you're going to drink the cough syrup? Ironically, the better the cough syrup tastes, the worse it is in halacha, right? If it if it really tastes bad, and you could say it's an achila. Now there are some some medications children beg for the medicine because they think it's so delicious. If that's the case, then obviously it's a achila type of situation. That's why children's medications is much more complicated than adults' medications. First of all, it doesn't come in pill form, so uh, you don't have the shalokederach achila hazer. Plus, they make them delicious. They make them taste very good, so the kids will want to eat it. Which means that you don't have the eno roila. So for children, you need to rely on a whole bunch of uh, other series of kulas, which we don't have time for right now. But if you're interested, I wrote an article years ago on in the uh, RJJ Journal on kashras for children. I have a whole section on kashras of medication for children. Yeah.